Welcome to another episode of Soul Feeling, where you get your soul fed. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Kobe. And today we are talking about getting to a place of worthiness. Guys, I came across this video on Instagram and I did not watch the whole thing. So y'all go watch it. Um, And I don't know if you guys watch Black Lightning, but it's uh, on Netflix. And um, China, the one that's the like, the youngest girl superhero, um, she was just uh, talking about how it was going to be their last season and regardless if the season was going on that that was going to be her last time on the last season for her on the show um and so she was just talking and I like I don't know really what the problem was going on she didn't really go into that but she was really just talking about like now she really wanted to operate in what wherever God wanted her to be she was just like crying and she was like you know, nothing matters except me being exactly where God wants me to be. And it just made me think um, for myself. And it, I don't know, it really just touched me for some reason because she possibly like in society, you think, well, she has everything that you would want. She's beautiful. <laughs> you know, she has fame. She, um, has riches, she has money, um, she does what she loves, and which is great. And not saying that she's missing out on anything, but the fact that with all that, she comes back to, you know, being aligned with what whatever God has for her is where she wants to go. I just thought that was so touching, just being in a space where I'm over here like, you know what, I feel like I could be a multimillionaire, like, and I'm about to come and get it. But then it's just like, wait a minute <laughs> let's get back to it though that's very possible are you in alignment with what you know god has for you so it's just like i was i just felt myself like easily and quickly getting caught up in worthiness correlating to like oh how much money i can get or you know how many people i you know see me or whatever like that it's really easy during a social media area era and I just don't want worthiness to be correlated to, to those things. But I feel like society really does do that. Um, so yeah, ladies, that was the breakdown on, on why this topic came top of mind. I just really wanna know where your, your heart is and your feelings is on this topic of worthiness. Um, and how do you correlate your worthiness? Oh, I I think this topic is so beautiful. And the main reason is because like you said, we as a, as a society, we place our validation on a lot of these external sources. It's kind of like, it's kind of become our new norm. Like we want to be verified. We want the blue check. We want um, to be viral where, you know, that means you've impacted or influenced a great multitude of people. Um, the monetary, like that's also a, a symbol or a, a type of verification that, that tells us that, you know, you made it like, but it's like, these are all earthly things that, that makes us verified and deemed as worthy. But we really, really have to have to get back to the root y'all we have to get back to to the thing that that makes life worthwhile when you connect when we connect with God it's like and I just love because in the interview when you sent it to us too and I was watching it I was just like that is so so beautiful to think how someone could that has amassed all these fortunes and and, and many different aspects of their life and outside looking in you would think that you know, they would be complete. And as we strive for those things, as as your average working class, we're striving for everything that we see the stars have, so to, so to speak, right? And so it was just real beautiful and a humbling experience. And it was just like that reality check that I think we all need to like, you know, you 
and, and I like this term where it says all money ain't good money. And it's just like, we can amass lots of money doing a, a plethora of things out here. Things that, that, I don't know, you know, just doing anything, you could get money. But that's really not the goal. It's like, what good is gaining riches and gold and losing your soul? And so I just think it's very important that we stay connected to sources. We stay connected to God, that spiritual connection. I was reading this book called The Twelve Pillars, and it was talking about the, was it the three or the four main things that we should strive to connect to is, of course, our physical well-being, of course, our our, our, our nutritional well-being, what we put in our bodies, and of course, our mental well-being, but also our spiritual well-being. That's really what's going to make every, it's like glue. You can't have one without the other. And we can't, you know, sit here and say one is more important than the other. But I will say that you can have A, B, C, and D and still have a very, very sad life. So I, I say, why not do it the right way? and stay connected the right way because you know I even myself I find myself you know drifting off the path sometimes and and I don't look and I like to this is kind of a touchy topic because it's like I know we're not perfect I know as humans we will um the goal is to what's the word the goal is to 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 incorporate god in your daily life as much as you possibly can strive for better strive to get better strive to grow a better co- a connection with god and i know sometimes my connection i feel personally is not the best like i haven't like we talked about in last week's episode like i haven't dedicated that certain amount of time on a day-to-day basis which at some points and seasons in my life i don't miss a beat me and god we got our moment carved out but um, I, I do say just just we should strive to put God first because I feel like in the end of the day, when we are out here chasing all these external sources, these monetary sources of, of, of validation, God is like, if you just come through me, all of this will be a whole lot easier. You, we will find ourselves not having to work as hard, not have to, having to go through many hoops when we are in that divine alignment. And so... So yeah, yeah, worthiness is definitely, I think it, it correlates with having that connection with God, the source. How about for you, Code? Yeah, I mean, you. I got the, a similar but different, um, something similar but different from that video. What I got from it was that you kind of have to be selective, like even as a creative, whether that's a, a musician, an actor, actress, you know, artists, whatever, whatever you're in, whatever business, and you have to kind of be selective about who you do business with and who you choose to partner with. And, you know, I think about Chadwick Boseman and the type of roles that he played and how selective he was. He didn't take on every project that was presented to him um, because uh, because he wanted to portray a certain image to young Black kids and, young, you know, Black people, Black men in general. Um, I think about Jay-Z and how 2 Chains has talked about multiple times. He was like, I've always wanted to do a track with Jay-Z, always. I, and, you know, it still hasn't happened. He still hasn't collaborated with me. Jay-Z is very selective about who he decides to be on a track with. And I think that, you know, we have to take on that same thing like that. Like you said, all money is not good money. And, you know, we, we can't be a part of every project because it's not aligned with our purpose or who we are, what we believe in, you know, our message, our image, whatever. And that is what I kind of got from, you know, that video of China talking and just her, you know, wanting to be a part of projects that exude, you know, a a deeper meaning and purpose. There's something you said that really stuck out to me. I can't remember like the correct phrasing for it, but when you're saying like, you don't have to take on every project and you know that's you guys know that's something I, I really struggle with within um myself um overloading what I have to do you know putting too much on my plate and it, I think it always goes back to okay what do you think you think that you have to take everything because you're you want more money you want um you just want more and you feel like if you don't take more, you're going to lack, right? Because because 
once you start getting, you know, like additional income, you know, you like, okay, this is good. This is great. But at the expense of what, you know? Um, And so what I'm trying to say is like, if it's not in alignment, I feel like that shows like a lack of trust in God that he got you. Um, And then just maybe fully not trusting just we're not trusting God really. And, um, and it makes me think like, is this our projects that I'm personally taking on in alignment with God or are they not? And so I go back and forth with myself about that a lot. But, um, another thing is, um, seeing people when seeing people close to you when, um, on the verge of being these greater, these great things. So y'all know for the job I work for, I I see people prosper every single day. Like I see them breaking in 20 to 90 to $100,000 months, right? And so that while that has elevated my mindset, it had made me think to myself like, yes, I can get this too. But I feel like (laughs) it's still weird. Like you see people that you don't know doing it you see people close to you doing it and you want to do it too. And I'm talking about like making money. Um, But you still have to be, like you said, Kobe, very selective on how you do those things. Cause you, it's good to know that it's possible. Right. But it's also easy to get sidetracked on doing something that doesn't align with who God wants you to be. And so I'm gonna let y'all talk. I have so much more to say on this topic, but that's, that's the space I'm coming with. I'm seeing people who are close to me reach these crazy milestones, which makes me very excited, but it makes me want to come too. Um, yeah. I, I get that. And I get how that can be a struggle between, you know, you know, wanting to put yourself out there and work with certain people just because it'll, you know, get you more views, more likes, more, you know, whatever, more, more money. And, I don't know. It's like you said, you have to have that trust within God to know that, you know, he is going to provide for you, you know, no matter what. But I mean, it just goes back to also what you, you know, what you, what we stand for in anything, just that intuition and just knowing, okay, is this right? Is this where I need to be? Is this, is this, you know, in a line with, you know, just knowing knowing that I really do think intuition is a really big part of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I completely agree. I think it comes, it comes to that moment where we, we have to be in tune with our intuition and also um, that feeling of discernment when you can, like you said, you see people, but understand it that their journey may just be completely different and being okay with their journey being different from yours. And it's also, um, it's also a thing that like Kobe said, and so this goes back to really, really being able to feel it in your spirit, in your, in your intuition. When you meet up with someone, you link up with someone, you can kind of tell the vibe you're getting from that person, right? You can see how, you know, whether this person make you feel on guard whether this person make you feel warm, relaxed, whether this person makes you, you just have to kind of pay attention and discern how this person makes you feel. And then on top of the same, on top of that, you have to use your logic thinking as well. Like, hmm, is this person qualified? Is this person, but okay. So, so it's kind of twofold. So you can see, you can look, you can, you can, you can, you know, measure on the outside the external and then sometimes you're when you're measuring on the external based on where you are in your life it can make you feel what's the word what's the word it can it can force you to kind of feel out of your comfort zone to work with certain people if they have let's say reached you know hundred thousand two hundred thousand ninety um dollars followers whatever the case may be if they're making these deals and so that's when we have to we have to work on ourselves because when you work on yourself and when you feel confident to the point where you're secure in who you are as a as a brand as a person as a just as a human being when you're secure and authentic with who you are 
it makes it that much more easier to to work with other people and partner with other people that are um, at the level that you want to be. And then it also makes it easier for you to decipher, to see, okay, this person, we probably would work in sync together, or this person is good, but what they're doing just probably may not be in alignment for me. And I understand that. And I recognize that because I know who I am. I know my identity of my, my, my personality, my brand, my company, and it's okay. It's okay. We don't have to work with everyone and everybody just because, you know, they, they have the thing that we want, but then also that discernment piece, not pushing away people because we don't feel worthy. So, or feel like we we're adequate enough to, to even work with them, if that makes sense. So, so really, really, um, like I was saying in the book, the, the set 12 pillars, it was saying basically the, the mo- one of the most important types of work we can do is the work on ourselves. It's like we go to work every day to earn a paycheck and um, we, we, um, we work on our, with our fa- for our families, we work for, for every, any and every little thing. And it's like that, that work, that day in and day out self-work that we do on ourselves, that's one of the most important investments that you can do, whether you're, you're oh, and he talked about on there, and I was telling Tiff this, where he said that we should get comfortable with writing 100 goals down. 100 goals down. I don't even remember how often we're supposed to write these 100 goals down. But listen to this. So we it says the older we grow in life and the more we're experienced and the more we we know logic and we have a reason in mind it makes it that much more difficult for us to use our creative mind because we're st- we're only thinking about logics and reason so when we are um if we practice using the exercise of writing 100 goals uh, it's funny to me because it's like I even started doing this exercise and I started doing it on Tuesday. And then a girl from another podcast from the um, the Power of Real Estate, Power Up Real Estate podcast, she was did the same exercise and she, and she didn't even reference the book, but she was saying, I got to goal number 25 and my mind was blank. I couldn't think of nothing else. I couldn't, she was like, I was just, I had to really, really think about and practice like what the heck was I going to write? Because, and I, and it's crazy because when I got to 28, I was like, okay, I'm going to need an extra day on this or like a little bit more time. And, and right now I still ain't finished. I'm like on 53 right now. I'm like, okay. But it's just like, you are forcing yourself to stretch your creative mind on goals that are, are that are small. It could be like as small as I want to um, I want to start eating healthy. I want to make sure I take care of my hair every week and do my hair appointments or my doctor's appointments or my, my or, or, or I want to amass a certain amount of money monthly or, you know, it's no goal too big or too small. And so when we get in these goals together, these goals are, are, are essentially raising our self-esteem when we see ourselves achieve things and check one of the goals off. And in, 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 in a sense, it's also making us feel more worthy, worthy of the things that we have written down, worthy of the things that God put on our hearts to even exercise, to even think like, hmm, this could potentially be for me. And so we just gotta, it's, it's, it's little small, minute practices of working on ourselves that will increase our worthiness i totally agree i totally agree and that's one thing that i saw within china that i saw that i see within myself because obviously we all like i don't think any bad press has come out with china like i don't think we have anything bad to say about china like from the public on the external side, we all love her. We think she's great. We think she, you know, we love her work and what she does. But obviously it's something within her where she feels like I'm not doing everything that I could be doing or I'm not, you know, something is missing. Something is not right. And so that is when another thing that I saw within the video where I was like, okay, that is where sometimes my worthiness is um, where I don't feel like I am enough is because I'm so hard on myself more than anything and don't get me wrong like (laughs) on payday I do feel I'm like oh it's payday it's right I got some money like yeah I'm feeling myself and then you know when I am like oh my last dollar I'm like damn wait what who 
am I? Like, where am I? What am I doing with myself? Like, why? You know, so I do. Don't get me wrong. I have those moments when my bank account fluctuates and my self-worth fluctuates with it. But more than that, it's the the guilt, the shame, the blame, the the imperfections, the, the things that make me human that make me feel um, unworthiness at times, if that makes sense. And um, we didn't get to it our last podcast, but Tiff, you asked us a question before our last one about, you know, the biggest lesson that we learned. And that is one thing that I've learned this year is that the it's, it's our humanness that prevents us from being loved by others and even from ourselves because how many times have we said you know i'm human i'm human i make mistakes i'm not perfect i'm, I'm this i'm that you know and we blame our humanness for why we aren't where we want to be or why we haven't done the things that we need to do and so i'm at a point where i'm just like i'm tired of blaming my humanness for me not being or feeling worthy, for me not achieving the things that I want, for me not being where I want to be, for me um, just not not having, you know, for that lack, you know. So I'm tired of blaming, you know, my humanness on that. And that is something that, you know, was a huge lesson for me, a huge thing that I really want to work on is that self-criticism and just being being better so I really love that you're you know talked about you know those goals and having those things that we need to work towards and working on ourselves because that is something that I'm I'm I I, I love it I think it can help with us feeling worthy there's two things I, I take from that from both of you guys because this is the great greatest season right now 2020 was so eye-opening it's a lot it's, it's where we a lot of us really got to like see what we want to be what we want to do what we're capable of like if you made it through 2020 look sis you are good okay yeah. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but it gives us space to really change our lives to realize like okay <laughs> if we learn anything is that we really don't have we have control but we don't have that much control you know, a whole pandemic started. And so I feel like this is the perfect time to, which everybody should do is write down on paper their goals, of course, and visualize it and visualize it with an imagination of abundance. Me and Jess were just talking about how we really want to do this with Soul Feeling and then also with our personal goals because um, Soulmates, like we had like a meeting for Soul Filling Podcast about, you know, where we want to go. But I realized after that meeting, we went back, we went so much into the how and the all this stuff instead of first putting out our our broadest and biggest imagination of and make it fun. Like, what do you want your dream life to be? And then write down those goals. And then you could work on the how it's going to happen. Sometimes that you just need to write it down, see it, speak it. Um, first, but I feel like a lot of times, even when you are creating your, your vision boards, I know like we always talk about smart goals and stuff like that, but I think it's also very important to, to really write down what you truly, truly, truly want. Like, what do you really want your life to, to look like instead of putting those, those self limitations on, you know, we're like, oh, this is, this is what I really want, but, mm, just because this is, I don't know, whatever you have in your mind, we don't put it, put down what we really want. And so I encourage our soulmates and ourselves to write down a, a dream, a dream life, an abundant life, and put that down on your, on your vision, on your vision. Um, and though it may not come into fruition, fruition, what's the damn word? I don't know. <laughs> into manifestation year one or month one it can with the hand of god turn everything around or it might take take years um and so caleb we love you too <laughs> i'm looking at our chat but um i would just really encourage us to write down our, our dreams because they really can't come true um 
So that, that's number one. And then number two, you were talking about blaming ourselves and our humanness. And we do talk about that a lot. Like we got to give ourselves a break sometimes because we are human. Um, but we were talking about blame at, at my job and um, how we really like put, when we are blaming something, we usually like to blame it on someone else or ourselves. Um, and so we wrote this, this prompt that says taking responsibility means blank and we fill in the blank um and so one of the comments that really stuck out to me and, and um they're like blaming others means not blaming others for why let me oh that was wrong one okay blame uh, let me write let me say this again okay so taking responsibility means and this person filled out digging deeper inside myself than to just stop at blame and so I was like, so what does digging deeper consist of? And she was like, um, to see why I'm not spiritually aligned with success. I said, <laughs> sis, you went deep, okay? Like, because um, that, that, that made me so happy in such a business um, orchestrated world. She took blame in the responsibility and said, I need to dig deeper to see why I'm, my, I'm not successful She's tied her success to spirituality. I'm not successful because something is off in my alignment with my spiritual, with my spirit, in my spiritual realm with God, you know? So I just think that it goes back to, you know, what we're talking about worthiness as we're connecting it to all these other things. And we put our blame on all these other things when really we have to dig deeper and say, what? maybe I'm not successful because I'm not aligned with what, where God wants me to be essentially. And so um, I asked that same question to you guys, like what, <laughs> I have to read it again, taking responsibility for your life, what does that mean to you in, or in your business, like, or for soul filling or for a relationship? What does that really mean to you? Because I feel like a lot of times we so do easily go off and just say, oh yeah, <laughs> you know, it's our human yeah. Which is, I, I think it's a total good cop out. I'm not gonna lie. Because sometimes, you know, we are human, that's real, but take responsibility for our humanness. What does that look like? In the book, it talks about how, um, so I know how we say, you know, I'm human, I'm human. That's, that's normally the first cop out that we get. Well, you know, um, I made, you know, we try to focus on the, the progress that we made, which, you know, it's a healthy balance. I think it is a healthy balance, but we still try to focus on on the progress we made, or we sometimes we try to focus on 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 everything but the actual issue. You know, you know what I mean? Like you could be a, a procrastinator. I've been there. And you could try to focus and focus on everything other than procrastination. And then you look down the line and you still <coughs> left in that same same you know a year later around the same place you were where you started and so in the book it stated this is just a profound statement it says the only way things are going to change is when you change and so in life we we can blame our humanness we can blame our 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 family member, our best friend, our bae, our whomever, we could try to take the accountability off of ourselves and push it on external sources. And when the only time we take that accountability to say, okay, I, and it's a, it, it's, it's, it comes with discipline, y'all. That's the major key component, that discipline piece. Will we be dis disciplined 365 days after the year? Um, I, I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure. I, I, I mean, I haven't met anybody like that yet. But the goal is, I think, to strive for more days out the year that you are disciplined, more months out the year than not, more weeks out the year than not, more days. You want to at least say, you know, 80, 75% of my years were spent, I mean, years, days out of this year were spent doing something intentionally versus I had a, one of them days and then one of them days turned into one of the weeks and one of the weeks turned to one of the months and then one of the months turned into a whole season. And then there we looking back or next time, like, dang, I have not accomplished the goal I set out for myself. And so one re reason I think, and you hit on it, 
Tiff, earlier when you said sometimes we get caught up in the how to do things so much so that we forget to paint the big picture. We forget the big vision, the ultimate vision, the why. Why are we even striving for this? And we, we get so caught up on techniques, techniques and strategies and strategies, like the little, little mundane things and that, that chip away at the thing without even knowing the big thing that we're even, you know, trying to look to seek. And when we are in a line on a monthly, that's why I think it, it is good to do those monthly uh, check-ins or those weekly even check-ins with yourself to just kind of see if you're aligned in your goals, see if you are still on course with your big picture. It will it will help keep you on track because Napoleon Hill talks about this in many of his books, the book Think and Grow Rich, the book, um, the, the I forget, is it 17 uh, Laws of Spiritual Success, something like that. But anyways, he talks about it in these books of how it's so important it is to have something called definiteness of purpose. And when you are definite about something, that that focus that, you know, if you're trying to, with a magnifying glass, if you're trying to focus it to the point where you could start a fire from the sun, from the solar, you have to have it positioned, focused in a specific direction. If you move the magnifying glass off just by one centimeter, one millimeter, you have to start the whole process all over again. And so that's kind of similar to what we're doing with our our visions, our goals, it's like we giving ourselves that that excuse time. And it's like, we were so close. If we would have just held our position, stay consistent a week, a, a two or three weeks more, or, you know, put, even if we got off track, you know, made ourselves get back on track a little bit sooner than, than let's say we fell off, but let's say we only fall off for three days versus three weeks. It's just like when you go to the gym, it's, it only takes three days to get out of shape three three you've been putting in all that work and you miss off for a weekend for for a holiday or whatever and then it's like you starting all the way back over and so i think we have to do that with our <coughs> vision it's just as important <coughs> just as important mm -hmm. what was the phrase again tiff um girl let me go back because <clears throat> I, I i really want to I was like holding a few things in my mind. I was like, I really want to get this because this is good. This is yes. really good. So the question was, taking personal responsibility means you fill in the blank. Taking personal, okay, taking personal responsibility means mm -hmm. um, that I release the burdens. I don't, let me, I, I want to make sure this makes sense. Um, yeah, so that I release the burdens and that I, um, that I'm not going to punish myself for, or carry this guilt. I'll say that, that I release the burdens and that I, I'm not going to care, no longer carrying this guilt and punishing myself because like I said, going back to that self-criticism and that, um, that humanness, I carry blame. I blame myself a lot for the things that I've done or the things that I didn't do. And so I carry that. And then I think that that is what blocks me from being able to achieve the things that I want in life. Or, you know, I carry a guilt. I carry guilt from same thing, not doing things that I should have done or, you know, um, entertaining things too long, whatever the case may be. I carry guilt and now I, I feel like I'm not worthy of whatever it is that should be coming my way out because I'm punishing myself because I'm like, I, I don't think I deserve this because of what I did in the past. Mm. So releasing that. Oh, I, I love that so much. <laughs> I love that so much. We do have to release that because we do stop ourselves. And I just put out a tweet that y'all go ahead and retweet. Um, on my Twitter, but I put like, um, you are good enough, do it, you are something like that. Because I think a lot of times we're like, oh, I'm, I don't know enough, I, I done this, I was doing this over here, I was with this. Like, no, regardless, and that's why we have to get to a place of worthiness. Um, because like, it doesn't, that's why God is so good. 
And he keeps forgiving us. He keeps forgiving us and gives us so much grace, but we don't give ourselves that same grace when the most high is giving us grace all the time. And I, he wants us to be a reflection of him. So we should give grace to not only ourselves, but other people. And so for some reason, we think that we can't do something because of something in our minds that we created or something maybe that's real, but that doesn't negate you from greatness. That doesn't negate you from abundance, from love or whatever you're seeking. It, it's still it's still there for you. You still woke up another day and it's still, you. it doesn't matter if you know nothing. Like you can't figure it out. Like God has made us, I feel like he made us super human. And um, I really do with the power of, speaking life with power of writing things down the power of being you know in in alignment with each other the power of communities like we really have a lot of power that we don't even tap into with blaming each other there is this post um this refame post that um shifting the blame versus um taking responsibility and so when you said you're making me mad to another person or something like that what you should ask is, is, or what you should say, it's my job to manage my own emotions. It's like, you're making me mad. It's like, mm, okay, well, it is my job to manage my own emotions, <laughs> which is really hard. Now that I'm thinking about it, because when I'm mad, I'm like, yeah. But it is your job to manage your own emotions. This is your mess. Like, mm-mm, you didn't do this, you didn't do that, <laughs> whatever. Instead, ask, well, how did I contribute to this mess? Is it because I didn't put any boundaries up? Is it because I allowed you to do this for so long? Or, you know, what 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 part did you have in this mess that we have here, right? Um, you demand too much. Oh, I just kind of said that. My boundaries need to be more clear. And so it's just like, um, it's not about putting all this craziness on yourself. It's really just being at ease with yourself and saying, okay, instead of blaming and shaming myself, let me dig and see where I went wrong. You know, totally fine. Cause like we said, we're human and let me change that. So blame is, is just like um, taking responsibility. It's just basically, you know, when the, the, the teacher like gives you the paperback, like, look, I'm gonna give you this paperback so y'all can redo and y'all can work on the problems y'all messed up. And then the grade will be better if you get these right. It's like, oh, it's just a redo. Oh, I see where I, I went wrong and let me fix that. And instead of blaming ourselves, let's just fix those things and get a better grade next time. Exactly. I'm so glad you said that because a few more things came to my mind um, just about, you know, just thinking about like times where I felt ashamed and instead of, you know, fixing that problem or doing the work, I suppressed myself or I hid myself because oh I'm ashamed I made a mistake like I you know you know what I mean because I feel uh, because I'm I don't feel loved now I'm trying to overcompensate and be perfect or you know I'm trying to just you know I don't I, like because I'm broken or because I'm not whole like does that make sense like instead of doing the work it's like you retreat you go back you because I'm imperfect, because I don't like who I am, I'm going to imitate somebody else versus trying to work on that thing that makes me imperfect. Mm. So I really do think that is so important. Like you hit on it. Like that's it is doing the work because it's like, you're going to feel these feelings. You're going to have these, these moments where you don't feel worthy and it's going to be due to whatever it is that you shame unworthiness, unlovingness, brokenness, imperfection, whatever it is, is going to happen. But feel it, do the work and be better. Don't just retreat or, you know, sit in that, soak in that. I'm kind of like, if you're talking, I'm kind of like, because yes, we do do that. And I think it's a, a barrier barrier we put upon ourselves. So, right. Okay. So we have this feeling, we know, we, <laughs> we know we messed up. Right. Um, yeah. And so we're like, Ooh, and I think why we don't do the work on ourselves is because we're scared. We're going to mess up again. And what is it all for? And so, well, for me, at least I'm scared. I'm like, I already failed at this shit. <laughs> like I already failed. <laughs> and it's like, uh, if I do the work and I fell again, what does that say about me? 
And so um, I think that's what really stops us. It's like, sometimes we don't do the work because it's too scary to do the work because it's like, what if I fell again? It's like a scare of, of failure. You don't want to feel that shame or that blame again that you already put upon yourself. But at the at the end of the day, it's like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna are you gonna soak or are you gonna are you gonna just get better? And if you and what we have to realize too is like, people, you you just keep failing until you get to where you're supposed to be. It's okay. It's like. We see failure as this big, scary thing, but it's like, like we always say, and I, I don't know why I can't click it into our heads, like these failures are really lessons and sometimes a redirection to get you to where exactly you need to be. Man, <laughs> y'all said so many things. I'm like, I'm trying to pick everything out, but y'all, y'all hit it on the head. Like one thing we have to understand and realize, and this is just the vicious reality of life. And I don't even want to say it's vicious. We just, this is the, this is just the uh, understanding of life that we will fail. Like, let's just put that out there. There's going to be something uh, you get to in your life that is just not easy. And to, to you, it may seem like a failure to, to the people around you in your closest circle. It could appear like it could appear to be a failure. But one thing we have to understand is life happens in seasons, it happens in seasons. Oh, I'm reading this other book called The Seven Habits of Wealth and Happiness. It's not the seven highly effective habits. It's seven um, habits of wealth and or strategies or something like that for wealth and happiness. And in this book, it says, we are always going to receive, we're always going to go through winter. And winter being the figurative form of life. Like you always going to have that point in your life where it seems a little dark, but it's not about avoiding winter. They was like, and y'all remember Kobe talked about it on one podcast, how I used to hate the winter time. I didn't like the winter. I would always, you know, when the winter came, I would just get in the sad mode because I wasn't prepared for the storm. I wasn't prepared for the winter. I wasn't prepared with the, the clothes that, that was needed for the winter time the winter season and so in those times where you feel like you um you're scared to fail or you want to place blame or you want to give up or you or you just not in the mood or you you want to use our human tendencies it's like understand this is a wintering storm this is a wintering season so how will you prepare yourself to be better this time around than you were last time around when this same situation how have you equipped yourself now to get through this what have what skills have you learned from the last time that's going oh you know last time i did it like this okay this time i know i probably need to do it like this i learned from last time that that mistake that that would seem to be a mistake i learned from that so now i know how to navigate through this now so we oh we have to not be afraid of the winters and just be more equipped during that winter and season yes and our chat over here on our youtube is over here popping hey y'all and i just want to bring up something that dad production said and he says definitely got to forgive ourselves we were less wiser than we are now and we do that a lot we blame ourselves for the past like but we didn't even know what we were doing like we didn't even know. And so we're beating up our higher selves because they're like, how, why you, why do you do that? I was like, well, I didn't, you didn't even know it was wrong at the time or you were going to make a mistake or whatever, because you don't know what you know now. That's a part of growing. So we have to forgive our ourselves because we just don't know what we didn't know. How are we going to beat up our old selves? for something that we didn't know in the past well, it was like, dang. And so we definitely have to move forward. And I think it's so funny how we're always talking about forgiveness, forgiveness, forgiveness. And we usually talk about it in terms of forgiving others, but it's so much harder to just forgive yourself for where you've gotten yourself and taking responsibility for where you where you are today because of the choices that you, you've made. <sighs> so, so, but it's okay. It's like, like, it's totally, totally fine. It's okay. <laughs> like, because I feel like we're talking like we really made some really horrible decisions, but I know we it. like that's the crazy thing to me. Like, <laughs> that's, that was my whole point. Like, that's what I feel like 
when I'm looking at China, I feel like I don't think she's made any horrible choices in her films and what she decided to work in, you know. Like, I love all her movies and her TV shows. So I'm like, you know, it must be something within her, like that within herself where she doesn't feel like. And I feel like that is where we where we are the same. Mm. From the outside looking in, people might be like, Kobe's is a great person. She's, you know, awesome. I love her. But... I don't feel that way about myself mm. as I know about me. That's good. That's good. That's good. It, it, it just goes to, to, man, it just goes back to the root. Like, we don't know what we don't know. So how can you be mad at yourself for, for doing something that you didn't even know was the right way? You didn't even know that that was a possibility. But now since you made that somewhat mistake, it's made us way more wiser. It's put information into us that we didn't know that wasn't available to us until we took that leap of faith, until we took that chance. We didn't even have, it's like, unless we take the chance on ourselves and take a chance on growth, then we won't even have that opportunity to fail and learn what we need to learn. So it's like a blessing. Yeah, I almost feel like, and I'm not saying you have to fail, 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 but I'm just feeling like a lot of times when you really look back on your perceived failures, it really did redirect you into another space. Like, yo, I've, y'all know I've been fired so many times and that's like a fear of mine. I'm like, oh my God, am I ever going to get fired again? But every fireization that I had led me to something greater, like something amazing. I didn't get promoted forced me to quit my job and it's like it's just like these different things that we think we failed on or whatever we sometimes it's just a redirection or something that you needed to build up your strength or to push you into your purpose um of what you you need to be done like I just there's just because when we really look back sometimes our mistakes they really are just lessons that we really, really needed to move and push us forward into a, a life of, of amazingness, you know? So, because sometimes we need that extra push. Sometimes we even need that extra fear of making a mistake again to be greater, you know? So, yes. And then Janet says, oh, mm-hmm. I was just going to say this little comment, Janet Tizzle, <laughs> no, or J- Jane Tizzle oh, said, learning to be comfortable in the uncomfortable. Very yes. true. Yes. And the last thing I want to say about um, just worthiness and um, social media area and fame and all of that is just that comparison and that imposter syndrome. That is another um, avenue of what sometimes makes me feel um unworthy because a lot of times you know like going back to what you said at the beginning to you see people that you know people that you don't know you know being successful and sometimes it it motivates you sometimes it is motivating and it makes you want to do better but sometimes it doesn't it makes you feel like you're not good enough like you're just like I don't know sometimes it's just like damn what do they have you know what is it about them that makes them special and makes them, you know, unique and them so popular and loved? And, you know, that is that, I, you know, what are those things that they have that I don't have? You start, I start finding myself in that place. And then that leads to, okay, I'm being somebody that I'm not trying to be this person who is, you know, you know, just extra. Like I'm, I'm starting to follow trends and do things that I probably normally wouldn't do because now I want to be seen. I want to be noticed. I want to be, you know, this popular person or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. It's something about that, that comparison. So that the initial thing for me is that comparison and, you know, just understanding that, you know, God made me, I'm me, I'm me. I'm who I am and there are things about me that are going to get me to where I need to be and there are things about me that are especially unique and you know we have to find worth and in that we have to find worth in that this is so good because like social media is such a it kind of really mess you up um 
And I had to really think about it like this, because like you were saying, it can cause you to run after things that aren't in alignment with who you are. Don't even make you happy. You have to be doing things that that are trend because you know if you do dance trend, like you know, you're more like having to broke out here traveling and eating out every day, trying to post a picture of your food and you know, look. Girl, oh my gosh, look, I was just talking about this the other day. Girl, I'm not gonna go. Talking about this the other day, but I was talking. Okay, well, I, I'm not gonna go into it, but I'm going to. I was just talking to, about this to my friend the other day. She was like, 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 cause she moved to New York, and she's like, you don't understand. People are really out here posting, having new stuff, begging brands for things, and they don't have anything. Like, they don't have any money, and so we're here perceiving this thing that's on the internet. And some people do have money. Like, I know people who are also have money, and yeah, you know, whatever. But it's just like, we don't know, we just don't know. And so we can't, we really can't compare ourselves to those people just because if it's not genuine to us at the end of the day, it's not gonna feel right anyways. You know, you're always gonna feel a source of offness because um, Toby said it best when he, but he was recording J. Cole. Good news is you came a long way. Bad news is you went the wrong way. Like you could go yeah. a long way, but if you go the wrong way, like you, you know, you want to go the right way and you want to yeah. go. Um, but I was thinking about social media because I was also like, what I think is kind of crazy is this why I was talking about like how we put our worth so much into like followers or um fame and stuff like that. What makes you what even does does make you different? You know, China, she started off like on on Disney Channel and Todd Perry's mm -hmm. is what makes you different is a marketing aspect. The what makes you different is someone someone put you in front of millions of people. So sometimes I think to myself, like we are all essentially different, but we're all really the same. It's like, but how sometimes like how are you positioned? Really, it's really the difference. Um, and so and so while we were put, putting all our worth on on these numbers and stuff like that, it's just like, maybe it's not your time to be positioned this way right now, or maybe you're not supposed to be positioned this way, but you are the same. You have, you are the same. I'm sure there's a million actors out there that could act like any other actor, right? There's so, we know people who sing better than the most famous singers. It's just that their marketing was better or they knew so much sometimes you know yeah and so i had to really think about it like that when i started comparing myself and what really sparked this was i was listening to enjoy the podcast by jared brady and um they were talking about failing and that he's very successful in a lot of areas in his life but he feels like his music which is his real love is not he's like i just put all this um, like this amazing work with he made a whole like a short film um and then he made an album to go with his short film and his music is really good but he was really bummed that it didn't do well he was like yeah i'm successful i have a wife <laughs> a baby and a nice home and stuff like that making money but my true love is music and that is failing and and to him right that inner self right um and so what he pointed out too is like sometimes like as creatives we're so creative right but we don't have that marketing tool <laughs> we don't have a we don't have a marketing mindset because we like to create we like music we love talking we love soul filling sometimes we need um to be positioned better um and I, I, I wasn't about to compare us. I was about to compare ourselves to like the highest podcast, which I think we could, we still, we are up there, but I don't want y'all to be like, ah, y'all ain't them. But um, <laughs> I think, yeah, we just as fun to listen to as, I'm going to say it, the Joe Budden podcast. Okay. Just as fun. <laughs> different, only different. <laughs> but but uh, we need to be millions of people listening. Yes. That is that's real it oh, all yeah. boils down to our belief no it's our belief in ourselves whatever you think you can you can whatever you think you can't you cannot if we don't even believe or see ourselves as and it's it is we have to get very we have to be very cautious in this world not to to always be inspired instead of feeling inadequate 
it's a difference between inspiration and then something that lowers your vibration. And so we constantly have to check that thing because I, I feel it too when I'm out here, when I'm watching and scrolling upon certain posts and things like that. And you start to get that that thought in your head, why not me? Or but it's really it's it's really a divine time. And like you said, Tiff, it could be a positioning thing, it could be a it, it, it could be a anything, it could be anything, but we really just have to get that belief, that belief is, is going back to that bigger picture. What do we see the bigger picture for our life? Making sure we check in that bigger picture, making sure it's in alignment of what we even truly uh -huh. want. Cause that could not even be something that we genuinely want. Like Kobe was saying, it could be something that we're just saying that we want because of, we see the fad, we see the trend right now, but it's not something that's truly authentically us. You know, so it's just like, we really have to check check ourselves, make sure our belief is in alignment and raise our belief as much as we possibly can, y'all. It, that belief factor is what really separates what you believe about yourself can truly determine. It, what, what, what was the saying? It said, oh, it says, what was it? Oh, believe in your, if, so basically believe in yourself and others will believe in you. And so it's like, we don't even believe in ourselves and we want everyone else in the world to think we this popping, this amazing, this, this person that's, you know, that's just highly revered. But it's like, if we don't even think that we should be highly revered, if we don't even see the greatness in us, how are we gonna, how is that gonna radiate and, and illuminate onto other people? And, you know, so it's just like, that daily practice, that daily, um, that daily check for worthiness, like to make sure you raising your worthiness meter up as the days go by. I think it would truly, truly force us and push us in ways where we don't, we're not even trying. It's, it's more so we're working on self and the work that we're work, the work that we're doing on ourselves has no choice but to, cause it's like, think about it. If you work hard on your company, the company numbers are gonna increase. They gonna go up in rankings. They their percentile is gonna increase. If you work on yourself, your value will increase. Your value in, in areas of life, your your it, it's just gonna all increase. It's a it's a correlation. It goes hand in hand. And so, I just think we have to really start working on ourselves for that, so that we can feel worthy on a day to day basis. Yes, I totally agree. And just going back to like looking at social media. And sometimes I feel like it, I'm a multi-passionate person, right? <laughs> so I like a lot of things. And sometimes like I was on Clubhouse the other day, I just got into Clubhouse y'all. But, um, and so they were talking about, you know, Airbnb and stuff like that. And I was thinking to myself, oh yeah, I wanna do that too. But you, I'm also doing 50 other things. So I'm also thinking about like, sometimes you're inspired, right? And you're like, oh, like they're doing this and now you wanna jump into this. And so where I don't even have the answer to this, I'm just really putting out what I'm thinking. It's just like so multi-passionate, so multi-inspired. It's just like what, but we have to really get focused on the right thing at the right time. And so though you, you, you're not saying like, oh, I want to do this thing just because someone else is doing it. Instead, you're just like, maybe I'm going to wait to do that once I get this one thing that's working down pat, you know? And so, but it's easy to just jump, to jump, to jump. But I feel like if you, if you're inspired, if you're something sparks in something, like you say, when you know, you know that you need to do it, then I, I think it's definitely okay to jump. I think it's so definitely okay to figure out what you do want to do because not all people know. And the only way to know is to start and to try. Um, and then the, everything else will just fall in line. It fall in alignment with that. And hey, Oni. So good to see you on the podcast. But yeah, I think there's so much more work to be done with getting to, to worthiness, but we cannot put worthiness on a bank account and we cannot put, we certainly cannot put worthiness on a follower account, uh, <laughs> follower account because it just don't make any sense. But I could, I could see myself doing that. And I was like, oh, hold, hold the F up, <laughs> hold the F up. But yeah. So do y'all have any more tips on getting to worthiness? 
And if y'all have any in the chat box, let us know. And if you're um, listening right now, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube, um, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever you're listening to us on, Google Play. Subscribe there, leave a comment, share on Instagram, whatever you want to do. <laughs> We're here for it. We just need more people to listen to us. So y'all know what time it is. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. Y'all, if this is your first time tuning in on the Soul Feeling Podcast, we always, 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 always end our podcast with a positive affirmation. <clears throat> so what the heck is an affirmation? An affirmation is any statement that you are using to transform your life. Either you're transforming your life for the good or you're transforming your life for the not so good. Even in the Bible, it states, let the weak say, I am strong. So on those days when you're feeling down and out, sick and tired, not so good, don't affirm those things over your life. Instead, speak uplifting things like I'm getting better and better every day, every way. Um, I always overcome this. I just get better. I get smarter. I get wiser. I learn from these mistakes. Speak some positive things over your situation and watch how God blesses that situation. I'm affirming that there are three of us and there are millions, billions, trillions of y'all out there tuned in. We're going to go ahead and end our podcast off with positive affirmations. So who wants to go first? Oh, my God. I had a whole point that I left out and I feel like we should like. I don't know. I want to talk about dating and worthiness too, because mm -hmm. even when choosing like a man, and I'm just going to put this real quick. Okay. So like, as your mind starts to be expanded and stuff like that, you know, women, you know, you want a, a well-to-do man. Right. But sometimes I'm like, I think we, we also could sometimes equate their worthiness to a dollar sometimes. Okay. Look, not all people, but sometimes. Talk about it. Okay. And so sometimes you have, I feel like is um, a woman dating. I don't know. Cause yeah, I've been single for so long, but sometimes um, how can you like, sometimes that person just like the positioning thing just has more knowledge, uh, had a better, you know, opportunities to get there, but like the man is the, the same or whatever. And so I want to say like, worthiness does it just really cannot be equated to a dollar especially like in relationships and stuff like that like mm. if he you know you know soon I'll be writing down like what I want my ideal relationship to look like because that's what shameless Maya did so I'm gonna do the same thing so I can get <laughs> this guy but this man that I don't know where he is but it's just like when writing it down yes I want him to be able to take care of himself but what one of the things I know that I'm gonna write down is someone that makes me feel like I could do anything in this world and someone also who feels like they can do anything in this world to make an impact like someone who can't stifle or like my mindset but that doesn't necessarily mean he has to be like a millionaire or a make six something like that all I'm gonna say is qualities over quantities that's all I'm gonna say because it's worth like, in it hmm? yeah because I feel like those quantities can t definitely turn into <laughs> Quality. <laughs> exactly does yeah, he have quality. quality yes mm -hmm. does he have qualities that will make him successful make him build that that quantity that you need mm. that you want to yes okay. so yeah i'm yeah. glad you said that <laughs> but yes i'm to affirmations <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes you could get into this so this mindset especially when you see people winning you know people winning making money and sometimes we're like oh dang I just want a guy who who's you know ambitious and going after his dreams making money but you don't know that same guy like my brother for 10 years was working on that so um definitely it is qualities over over quantity because mm. You can, this could be a whole other podcast, but I really wanted to bring that up because where are you putting your worth in the people that you're dating or looking to date or you're in relationship with? Mm. That's a whole other topic, but we're not going to go there today. Yeah, that's a whole other topic. Okay, that's going to be part three. <laughs> and, and for men too, though, because a lot of men put uh, their, their worthiness into a woman into what they look like. So let's talk about that too. 
Okay. Girl, I got so many talk things to say. Okay, real. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because I, I think, I think physical appearance is important. Just like I think, uh, monetary, um, Damn. means is important as well. Especially you're supposed to be a provider. We can't sit up here and pretend like okay, but it's no, whole, no, it's, no, a whole it's a whole another podcast. It's a whole another podcast. Well, I'm gonna tell y'all one little gym. <laughs> I'll listen to this other podcast. <laughs> here's the thing we kept on stage and that chick angel they were talking girl oh okay we have to have one of their pockets but one thing she said to me not to me girl you feel like you're in a podcast when you're listening but one thing she said that some some men don't want a they want a possession instead of a partner mm. and some women she didn't say this but i'm coming up with this some women just want a provider and not a partner and so mm. We just gotta talk about that. We need some men on that. Come on, yes. we need y'all, we need y'all's man on that. Okay. But let's get into yeah. this. Jarvis is so ready. But, <laughs> okay. That, that's good. That's good. So who wants to uh start with the affirmation? I'm not about to do the whole affirmations feel again. <laughs> oh yeah. Is, I am worthy. Girl, that was my affirmation. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I am worthy of the life that God divinely has destined for me. Dang. Um, I am worthy despite my imperfections, my brokenness, my, you know, humanness. Yes. 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 Tiff, let them know where to find us again. <laughs> yes guys please um write down your affirmations share them with us on instagram or if you're listening on on our on any streaming platform that we're on right now um and please follow us on social media things are about to you know just follow us on social media <laughs> so follow us on social media soul feeling podcast everywhere s-o-u-l-f-i-l-l-i-n-g podcast and um yeah, we, we really thank you for being here. We love talking with you guys, and we totally love you. Um, go out and have an amazing week. You can do anything for your mind, too. Yes, we love y'all. Until next time, soulmates. Bye. Bye. Bye.